Hey, this is Legit with Bissy. It's amazing that you tuned in. If this is the first time that you're listening, welcome. It's such an honor to have you on this platform. And if you've been listening, if you're already part of the family, that means you're still on this journey to breaking the status quo, to doing better so that generations after us don't have to go through what we went through, our parents went through, our grandparents went through, to actually applying and to living life on purpose. And Speaking of, my guest today is doing exactly that. First and foremost, she's such a beautiful young woman who is filled with so much energy and I am so attracted to how conscious and aware she is of so many things that are going on in her life and coming out on the other side and actually doing great things. That is just something to be celebrated. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to this, to hear this. Um, I also want to apologize for the background noise. We were at this in the student lounge and, you know, students were going back and forth. Ain't nobody coming between me and my food. <laughs> you get that later. Let's get right into it. There is something that only you can do. A crowd only you can influence. Listen, only you. Baby, just you. You will most definitely fail trying to do life like somebody else. Stay in the lane. God brought you here for a reason. Get to know all of you. Serve me a gift, serve me a gift. I'm going to serve you mine. This is legit. Hi guys, uh, I'm here with Molly, Molly Nina, and I know her from my tech and business class, and we kind of just hit it off. Mm-hmm. And I do something, uh, Molly, whereby I, I kind of, what's the word? I introduce somebody and I say like one thing that, one word that describes them. Okay. And I'll say hardworking for you since okay. I guess, <laughs> you know, with class and everything. Yeah. And you did say you're a very open person. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, uh, we're talking about eating disorder, your eating disorder. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Okay. So, I'm Molly, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were just kind of talking about eating disorders in general. Um, in my history and past with one. Um, and I'm in currently in recovery for an eating disorder. My personal one is bulimia, which is where you restrict and then if you eat, you kind of overeat and then you want to purge that. Um, A lot of times eating disorders kind of stem from other issues that you haven't really dealt with. Mm -hmm. Um, And kind of, I guess my history is when growing up, I'm adopted from the Philippines and I kind of have a different body type than my adopted family, who is all white and thin and blue-eyed and green-eyed and very one type um, and very fitness-oriented. So I always felt slightly different. I had broader shoulders, tanner skin, dark hair. Um, And so I felt really subconscious about others. And I did go into a Catholic school, which it was the same kind of idea where there's a lot of girls similar in body shape and Mm -hmm. kind of beauty. And those girls kind of got the attention of guys, which kind of built myself like self-conscious even more. Wait, can we pause? Yeah. I have questions in between. Uh, When did you know that you were adopted? I knew from the beginning. There was never a time where I didn't know I was adopted. When were you adopted? When I was one. Oh, and you knew from one? Well, like, <laughs> well, like the knowledge was there when okay, I finally yeah, con- like, like, okay. 
consciously acknowledge it so did you ask questions or they kind of just like told you they told me um and it was just always something about me it became kind of like a fun fact okay. basically okay. um there's every adoption story is different right. um but mine there was never really like a like hardship with it mm-hmm. um i found out that i have underlining issues with like abandonment later down the line but otherwise it was just kind of a thing that was part of my past Um, but yeah how are your parents do you love them um i love them dearly you have siblings i have six older siblings and i just love my family like so much you you don't understand like i love my family i'm obsessed with them um it's a big family so there's a lot of diversity within it um Mm -hmm. and two of my other brothers are adopted from the philippines as well okay so three of the seven kids are adopted um and then like my sister married an african-american and it was just we Ooh. were big yes <laughs> um we're big yeah, so you guys are expanding expanding going far and um, wide that's awesome yes so i just a melting pot of sorts right um yeah and what number are you i'm number seven so I'm wow the you're the baby i am the baby uh, yeah. okay but out of all this you still have abandonment issues yes and that led to your eating disorder part of it part of um it. Okay. those issues because like when you're younger even though you can't speak or really be conscious mm-hmm. about it you're still taking things in and learning things um and for instance when you're adopted first you're with your biological mother for nine months right. um and then you were taken away from her um, and then put it in an orphanage where you gain trust from other people. Um, I moved to two different orphanages, so I had to gain trust of two different orphanage people okay. and workers. Right. Um, and then I had my adopted family come and get me, which was a whole other thing. Um, and even though it, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, the underlying issues of like fear and not really knowing what's next right. and like abandonment, right. um, even though I know I was given up out of love it's okay. still kind of the giving up part yeah um, right got it and yeah okay um so do you know your biological mother i do not i know some information i do know i have half siblings out there okay. um and that's about it okay um and i know my adopted story um my adopted father not adopted um my biological, biological father mm-hmm. he was never really in the picture he promised marriage he ran away once she like my biological mother was pregnant um and so that's just a little history um but I otherwise I tried to reach out to the orphanage but they didn't really give me any information beyond the my adoption story right um but you know you were giving out of love yeah so my adopted um not adopted my bio mom she gave me a little angel with like a little painting of like an angel with like a letter on the back saying Mm -hmm. it was out of love okay which is very unique not everyone has that exactly people have questions that are never answered never answered okay so back to eating disorder um so you're in recovery yes right and you were talking about therapy and a lot of things that you learned about yourself Mm -hmm. um why you do what you do Mm -hmm. um do you want to share a little bit about yeah. We've learned, yeah. So I talked about the abandonment issues. So those abandonment issues kind of created for me an idea that I was never enough. 
in some way. Mm -hmm. I was just always enough or maybe too much and no one could handle. Um, I always just struggled with that. Um, and when I grew up, they kind of built. Um, I was extroverted for the longest time, but then I turned inward when other fi family problems kind of came up. Mm -hmm. um, and I just turned so inward because um, I didn't really know how to process things at the time. And I kind of was put on a pedestal of Molly is like not the perfect child, but like is a good child. She won't cause any issues and like being on the pedestal really just heightened things. And I ex was expected to get good grades and expected to not really get into trouble. Um, and so over time that pressure just built and it made me want to be like put pressure on myself especially myself and right. never really give myself any ease um, and so when you have that combined with the eating disorder it just becomes a toxic cycle um, of never feeling enough and mm. to feel like that void and fill that void you would eat um, mm. and you would eat too much mm. um, and then basically when you get too much either emotionally or just physically food in your body mm -hmm. you want to purge it so like right. that's how i do it there's a different form with anorexia mm -hmm. um there's many different kind of eating disorders, disorders but yeah. the two main ones are bulimia and anorexia and those are the mainly like known ones okay. um and so anorexia kind of does the difference different part they like just want to feel empty right. meanwhile bulimia like they are like this is what i have learned i don't mm -hmm. know if this is correct right <laughs> um but they want to feel full and but then when they feel full then they want to bring much. it back they want to bring it back down like right. out um so so yeah. do you think it's um it's definitely connected to um your emotions oh yeah and uh mentally is it mental, mental as well hope. yes yeah. oh my goodness so basically we learn and it is true that emotions are visitors, right. but they seem so intense at the and, time, and, yeah. and it's just, you don't know how to process, and um, even though they're temporary, it just seems like, basically, the that's world's your life. That's yeah. your life. That is it for the rest of it, yeah. Um, and there's an analogy that a lot of the eating disorder, like, recovery place told us, um, where it's basically, you're driving on a bus, um, mm -hmm. and your bus is going towards your destination, um, but there's a lot of people chattering around you chatting mm -hmm. around you and telling you different things and telling you go different route or like basically telling you and trying to distract you from your goal right. um and that's just recovery there's going to be moments when your eating disorder and the behaviors around it are going to try to bring you back into it mm -hmm. when you want to be like free of them right. um and they never really go away um some people I don't know everyone's in their recovery story but for me they never really go away it's still there but I'm learning how to cope with them mm. and instead of just turning to ED behaviors right. I try to find other coping mechanisms okay. um I'm not perfect at it and yeah. it's a definitely a daily journey but yeah you're better I'm trying to be better, better. <laughs> yeah that's awesome I'm yeah. glad to hear that mm -hmm. um I think Time. I think what I want to say uh, that is there is something to be said about like having the perfect life. <laughs> there's something to be said about having the perfect life, but there's still like underlying yes. issues that mm -hmm. people have to or we all have to go through. Um, and I think you've done well. Thank you. You've done so good. Uh, you're 22, you mm -hmm. said, right? And um, 
it's good that you're learning all these things about yourself. And because a lot of people are not intentional. They don't see where things come from. Yeah. Um, and they're just not aware. So I think that's really good. And thank you so much for sharing. And you are an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Yes. 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 And so your, your, your major is entrepreneurship uh and molly has a business and so do you want to talk a little bit about that and then in our next episode we can talk more about the business yeah so i am starting a company with my best friend um it's a streetwear company um if you don't know what streetwear is it's kind of a mix of urban um hip-hop uh, leisure wear mm-hmm. um, and basically we want to be a modern streetwear company that gives back um, and um, our kind of charitable aspect is the fight against sex trafficking and organizations that fight against it um, so we're wanting 15% of our profit to go to those organizations mm-hmm. um, it's a blending of the freedom of self-expression and the freedom of just human rights okay. so yeah that's awesome and um, I asked you earlier why you picked sex trafficking mm-hmm. uh, for those of you who don't know Denver is actually I don't know the exact number mm-hmm. but it's like a really um, big. big hub a for hub sex, sex trafficking so why did you pick that specifically um, I've been in situations, unfortunately, where safety wasn't a case. Um, I was part of a school shooting, um, and then also when I was at another school in a, at a fraternity party, um, my like experience there was like someone took advantage of me when I wasn't exactly sober. Um, so that advantage yeah. and the power um, that. Um, when you say no, someone just keeps going. It's just kind of devaluing and like you feel powerless. Um, And though it's not exactly the same as those people going or being forced into sex trafficking, some people choose it, but a lot of people don't. Um, It's kind of the same feeling of powerlessness and kind of taking the humanity out of someone. Um, And I find that a big injustice. Um, And I just really want to bring that more to light. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, people don't realize that a lot of people, like, get targeted and um, kind of groomed into Mm -hmm. it. Into it, right. Um, I've been traveling, like, when I was in Italy, two people kind of followed me um, and kind of talked with me Mm -hmm. and, like... It was really uncomfortable, but, mm-hmm. like, the kind of situation was, like, if I had trusted them and gone with them, I don't know exactly where yeah. that would have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so just that injustice and just the feeling, I just feel for those who feel powerless. Yeah, um, and you said that um, it is true that some people do that as a choice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like usually, even though it is a choice, sometimes they feel like it's because they ho- have no other other choice choice and which yeah. is why a lot of our organizations are fo- like i want to focus on the reintegration back mm-hmm. into society after experiencing that because mm. giving those support like therapy and like jobs and basically supplies and everything so when they're coming out they don't feel as lonely and like they're tainted yeah because um, a lot of times they people who are coming out of sex trafficking they go back right because they right. feel tainted and i think that is for um anybody that's coming out of anything anything yeah anything that is probably toxic not healthy mm-hmm. devaluing mm-hmm. it's really easy to go back yeah. to what is familiar to you even yes. though it's not necessarily healthy 
Um, yeah. Very so, unfortunate. Yeah. So if we can work to prevent that, that would be amazing. That is so beautiful. Oh, thank I, you. Good job. Good job, Molly. That Thanks. is so beautiful. And thank you so much for being vulnerable mm-hmm. and open. And um, this was also very informative. And looking forward to chat with you yeah, again. Thank you so of much. Of course. Okay, this is legit, fun. guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Molly said a lot of great things that I took note of. One of them being that emotions are visitors. They are our feelings in a moment. They are very real. However, the keyword is moment. They are temporary. And it's very important that we are able to look past that. I believe Proverbs 29, 11 says that a a fool vents out all his feelings, but a wise man is able to hold them back. Hey, I've been a fool. I act a fool sometimes. However, God has given us power. He's given us love. He's given us self-control. So let's utilize that which God has given us. We have the emotions. The emotions don't have us. I also just want to commend Molly for being able to bring two things that she's very passionate about, which is sex trafficking and streetwear together. And to give proceeds back to support, you know, um, sex trafficking because um, I believe, like we were saying, a lot of people want to come out and a lot of people do come out, but they go back because they don't have the support or they don't even have the knowledge on, on how to stay, to stay out. And so to stay out, be out, just not going back type stuff, you know? And so I think that's that's really awesome. That's great. That's everything for one person to be able to come out and have the support they need to just live their lives, you know, because greater stuff are ahead. And so I just want to commend her for that. That's just beautiful. And thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope this was this was something for you. And so thanks. This is legit. This is Bissy. Have a good one.